I know. I'm trying to think what I'm going to say. Line. Your line is. Your line is, Genie, I set you free. Stefan, you taking over, sir? <laughs> Welcome to the Bare Naked Hotties, where we cover every song from 7 to Y. Keep going. Wow, there we go. It's Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Joining you tonight is Jeff, hey, Aaron, Stefan, and your host, Tracy! Here with the really bad puns, but I don't have one tonight. Instead, I put up a wonderful backdrop that no one can Which see. Which nobody will involves... see. Let's listening. <laughs> and it's a wonderful space background, because tonight we'll be discussing the song Laser Team. Welcome, listeners, new listeners. You got the budget episode tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. spent all of our budget on the backdrop. Yeah, he did. He <laughs> did. And not, too on, bad, the, you can't and not on the puns, apparently. No. I, <laughs> or the clever wit. I, I never spend money on the puns or clever wit. <laughs> it shows every week. <laughs> so yes, this week we'll be discussing a rare song that you can only find on the soundtrack to the movie. Um, which I don't know how many people actually went out and bought the soundtrack to this movie to begin with. Or even bought this movie. But we are discussing the song Laser Team from the movie Laser Team. Make way for the laser team. It's not a dream. The most important battle that the planet's seen. It's the laser team. More than they seem. Not just a foreman alien kicking ass machine. Done by Rooster Teeth, and I think we all kind of know why BNL got picked for this, being good friends with Captain yeah. Dynamo. <laughs> mm -hmm. By the way, why did Captain Dynamo not make an appearance in this? I mean, come on. I'll be honest, Tracy. Um, right now, my mind is blanking, and I'm just thinking of Dynamo from The Running Man, that Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> movie, where he had like, the <laughs> opera singer with shot lightning. And the, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Of. Oh, that's bad. Oh, We're getting man. old. I've never seen. It. I never saw the movie Laser Team. Wait, what? Uh, I kept on thinking of Taser Face from Taser Guardians. Face. But... <laughs> I am Taser Face. So the three of the four of us have actually seen this movie this week. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I wanted to stay objective. I didn't want to see the thing. I wanted to just listen <laughs> just to the song and team, huh? yeah, all right, and take one for the team. Yep. For the laser team. For the laser team. For the laser team. I have no proof, but I think this song was written by Ed. It I, sounds I would, like it would be written I would by be it. shocked if it hadn't been yeah, primarily, if not entirely, <laughs> written by Ed. Right. The one that makes an appearance in the movie, that makes sense. The, the yeah. melody is very, very Ed. Uh, the, the puns and the lyrics are very, yeah. very Ed. The rhyme scheme. Yeah. But yeah. the background, you can definitely tell that Ed said, Kevin, throw in whatever you want here. Like that background music is totally Kevin. Someone and Kevin shot... said, "Kevin said we will do dubstep." Yeah, Kevin pulled out the dubstep <laughs> gun and started shooting it everywhere. <laughs> it's definitely laser, laserish, like eighties. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wait, guys. Great. So I see a few gray hairs here. <clears throat> you guys, uh, 
When they took the school photos, did you ever choose to have the lasers in the background? I completely did. <laughs> I know my mom has those somewhere. Yes, I am, I am still a laser. Lady. I have Clearly. to be honest. I I did the lasers. Yeah, <laughs> and I, had I, I had a keeper with lasers on it too. Uh-huh. A trapper keeper, Aaron. You were alive back then. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm. Wow. I'm, I'm one of the the That's ancient amazing. elder millennials. <laughs> we do exist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I had a trapper keeper. Trapper that was the greatest man. thing on earth. Those were oh, yeah. awesome. I'm gonna go to work with a trapper keeper, actually. But speaking of lasers, we're going back to the Laser Team movie that this came yes. from. Oh, yeah. And okay. it was written by Rooster Teeth. It stars Bernie Burns, Gavin Free, Michael <laughs> Jones, and Colton Dunn, along with a cast of others, a lot of cameos as well, including Ed in his cameo, which is our cameo of the week. Our appearance of the week is him in this movie. It's a it's a really interesting plot. Uh, it was a movie that was put out in 2015, and it got mixed reviews, but it made 1.6 million dollars. Unfortunately, wow. uh, it, <laughs> but and and they actually were able to raise 2.4 million dollars in a month for yeah. over Indiegogo to make this movie. When did it come out? When did the movie come 2015. out? 2015. Well, so 2016 it was serious? released. The budget oh, wow. is actually I something was... I wanted to discuss because um, I guess there's secret numbers under wraps, right? Like we know they raised uh, about two and a half million for for like a fundraising, uh, a fan uh, fundraising project, but there was likely some other supplementary income there. But I don't think it was that much, and. In other words, uh, because Rooster Teeth did all their own in-house effects and everything, they're paying themselves. It, essentially, the movie was in- instantly profitable. You know, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. It could have made two dollars, and it would have made a profit, quote unquote. So I think that's why we saw a sequel, <clears throat> which I haven't seen yet, but uh, I, I've heard good things about it, and I'm glad they made it because I really enjoyed this movie. And uh, I went in expecting to like it. I went in expecting to chuckle, and I thought it'd be kind of a good bit of cheesy fun. And that it certainly was that, but it was actually. Both technically, and I don't want to oversell it because if I say emotionally, people are going to be like, "Oh wow, this is a it's, it's not yeah, it's such art. Know, it's not Casablanca." <laughs> uh, but but I found I think I said to you guys while we were watching it, I was like, "Wow, I didn't expect to be as invested as I am." Yeah. You know, I actually mm-hmm. cared. It pulled me in, and I suspended my disbelief just enough that I actually cared about what was going on, and I was like, "I was I was invested." It was it was actually really well done. Some of the effects were surprisingly good. Way better than stuff that you see in in movies with ten times the budget, if not more. Yeah. Um, so I was I was really uh, pleasantly surprised. Uh, and, same... and I I thought the acting was pretty good. Like it, it well, they had wasn't. A good, they had a good like, cast. Phenomenal. I mean, they had, a, but... they had, a, they had yeah. an awesome cast. Like I they said, did I, very I said, well. Uh, Colton Dunn. I'm a huge fan of. I love uh, Superstore and Hatchet too, and um, I actually love him. And and so that that was a selling point for me, but. Um, I'm a big mystery science theater fan, so bad movies are my my game. You know, I don't, oh, I, don't yeah. mind, I I love cheesy bad movies. I thought it would be that, and it would be fun. Um, like Aaron said, I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. Um, the gags landed more often than not. Like the jokes were legit funny. I found myself laughing at uh, laughing out loud a lot. And I, I really really enjoyed it. And I hear the sequels actually even better, which is cool. <clears throat> but I thought it was great. It was a good time. And and the, they don't go for they have some predictable expected gag, but 
there are a lot of unexpected ones that you really don't see coming. And of course, I don't want to throw out there what they are because then you'll see them coming. But I really do recommend people go out and watch this movie because it was a lot of fun. I, I now own it on DVD um, and it's one that I've now watched three times and I'll probably watch it again several times because I really love the jokes in this movie and it's just a really good, feel-good, laugh-type movie. Agreed. Steph? Kind of like Aliens. Yeah, yeah, like Aliens was a good good laugh-along movie. A lot of good jokes in there. Uh -oh. yeah. Well, yeah. actually, there were. There like, were. <laughs> I, I don't even keep it up with current events, pal. We just got our asses kicked. I was going to say, are we talking Alien or Aliens? But yes, Aliens, it's a blog on, man. Bill, Bill Paxton is yeah, hilarious in that movie, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but we should probably start talking about the song that we don't get in the movie until the very yeah, end of credits. the movie. Like I would have expected it being the theme song to get it during title credits at the beginning, but no, we we don't. No, because it, it the... gives away plot information. Well, and I yeah, think really that's does. probably it. Yeah, but we also do hear snippets of it, and and also the. Um, instrumental version of it and in key scenes in the background throughout the movie um i do want to i do want to put one line out there that was absolutely hilarious i also would laugh and, and bust out if someone looked at me and said that they were the champion of earth as well i mean in real life i <laughs> none of us would hold a straight face with if someone said that to us <laughs> I'm trying to think what? of someone who would actually say that. And I'm, I, I can only come up with Bono from U2. <laughs> I'm the champion. Who, whose ego is queen. massive enough? <laughs> queen. Queen might get away with it. What, uh, if, if Freddie Mercury came back? Yeah. I would have let him claim that title. Yeah, like, yes, you have the champion of Earth, man. Go for it. it. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just like sings and lasers come out of his vocal cords. You are, in fact, the champion of <laughs> the Earth. That would be amazing. That Let's get... um. <laughs> Shoot. What's... Uh... Oh, also, man. Bono, come on the show. Yeah, we know you listen, uh, Bono. <laughs> um, I actually am a big fan. The Joshua Tree is one of my favorite. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So let's ever. talk about this song, which doesn't sound so much like U2, but I, I wrote down <laughs> for the music of this song that it sounds more like Survivor in the modern age, at least at the beginning. Yeah, I can hear Survivor, Foreigner, yeah. there's a lot of 80s. Right. A lot of 80s influence in there. Yeah. Except with the dubstep, like we said, which was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Giving it a little modern <laughs> kick. Or a contemporary. Aaron, will you give us a musical breakdown? Sure, let's break it down. Time for a breakdown. So Laser with a Z team, or a Z if you will, <laughs> uh, was recorded at 141 beats per minute. It is in the key of A major. It's actually very simple. Uh, the intro just vamps on A major, stays on A. I'm going to call that the A section. Uh, the verse, which we'll call the B section, goes from the A, which is the tonic, of course, to F sharp minor, which is your sixth degree, and then to B minor, your second degree. And it just kind of goes back and forth, back and forth, before launching up to E major, the fifth degree, which, of course, sounds so satisfying when it resolves back down to the tonic A, which is where the chorus begins. The chorus we'll call our C section. You have A major, of course. <coughs> 
to D major, which is your four, to E major, which is your five, which of course is why it sounds so uplifting and positive. We have a classically framed one, four, five major progression. So all of the chords are major and they are all ascending up repeatedly. Uh, then you have a dubstepy, wub, 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 fun sort of interlude, which uh, like the introduction is really just sitting in A major. So we'll call that the A section as well. Then we head back to the verse. <clears throat> uh, there's also uh, the bridge section, which um, did I lose my notes on that? Oh, yes. Uh, the bridge section is B minor to C minor to D to E. So you have two, three, four, five. Uh, ascending chords again in the order they appear in the scale, just walking up the scale. But given they go from two minor chords to two major chords, once again, we get a rising sound, and this time we start out in a place of kind of maybe sadness or worry, but soon enough we land in a place of confidence and elation. And of course, coming back down to E, result, uh, re pardon me, uh, ending on E, the fifth degree, we can resolve back down to the tonic A major, which we do, back to our dubstep interlude. <laughs> and then we have another go at the chorus to end an appropriately triumphant 80s sounding refrain. <clears throat> so what we have here are a few very kind of traditional chord progressions, the verses 625, which, when connected to the chorus, creates a uh, six-two-five-one progression. This is a classic progression, especially popular in jazz and other music, uh, popular music in the early to mid twentieth century. <clears throat> I didn't expect to sound so much like a character from Star Trek just then, uh, but yes, "Fly Me to the Moon," for instance, uses six-two-five-one. Uh, then you have one-four-five. What can we say about this progression that hasn't already been said? It's the old reliable of the music world, especially in pop rock, <clears throat> but. Uh, the structure is your intro, which is your A section, verse 1, B, chorus, C, dubstep interlude, back to A, verse 2, B, chorus, C, bridge, D, that's the 2, 3, 4, 5, then back to A, the tonic for the dubstep interlude, and one more time through the chorus. So A, B, C, A, B, C, D, A, C, or Abka, Abkadak, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I thought it was really fun. I loved the dubstep elements. That was very different. It kind of... Um, <clears throat> It's a very simple song, as I said, but it's well executed, and there's enough kind of interesting things in there, including the dubstep breakups, to kind of make it uh, a little more more than just kind of an average song. It, it definitely kind of sticks out to me. Um, having seen the movie, I'm not sure if that colors my impression of it or not. The movie was such a kind of fun little romp that uh, I do kind of link it in my mind. It, it's very appropriate, I think. It fits the tone of the movie pretty much perfectly. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked it. It's very, the recording quality is very clean. It's very crisp. It's well produced. Um, <clears throat> it's 100% reminiscent of latter day BNL, but it's reminiscent of the good stuff that they produce in, in the more recent days. And I'm, not, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not saying that that's a rare thing. I'm just saying that they're, like, when it comes to like post page <clears throat> Bare Naked Ladies, I haven't encountered a huge number of songs that hit quite the same as when the band benefited from the creative input of both Paige and Robertson. Um, but I have noticed there are songs that fall into either like the standard rock with some country elements and or rap, uh, which I tend to find a little repetitive and less inspired. <clears throat> and then there are songs where the band is clearly having fun with it and are a little quirky. And this is one of those. If you hadn't guessed, I prefer the latter. And yeah, Laser Team is definitely one of those. Uh, jumping off what you said, I think the song is definitely better if you've seen the movie. Um, yeah. It's one of those that, uh, I, don't, I don't know, I'm, I'm a sucker for this. When you're watching a fun movie, when you're really into it, and you're laughing, you're having a great time, and then that perfect song comes in at the end. Um, 
if I had just heard this song without seeing the movie, I'd probably be that's that's cute, that's cool. But now having seen the movie and when it kicks in, you know, I think that yeah. that ups the scale. I mean, that ups the score for me right there. Well, especially with the lyrical <laughs> content, it's like if you listen yeah. to the the Monster Squad rap before watching Monster right. Squad, yeah. Yeah. not going to be as effective. <laughs> <laughs> so, Aaron, can I ask you a question about the sure. end of this song? Yeah. It takes that weird direction, the last, I don't know, two bars with the la- the noises that it ends with on a completely different, I don't know, key or whatever it is. They, they change chords or something like there's something different about that end, which for me, I didn't I didn't like that that completely opposite direction. Um, I didn't catch that at all as far as the chorus, but there was like kind of a, um, a detuned out of tune slash, um, discordant keyboard yeah, melody that, or, or, or ditty that was going over it, which was definitely kind of clashing. So that might be what you're referring to. Um, now what would, from, from a musical point of view, what would be the rationale for doing that? If you can come up with one, uh, well, I think just thematically with the song, it sounds alien, right? So it's it's for me, it was them trying to put a, like a alien invasion kind of spin on it. Um, that's just what I assumed. Uh, I it, I had to go back and listen to that as you were talking about it because I didn't remember it at all. I, I guess for me, I just I heard it as an effect rather than something musical. I wasn't even analyzing that when I was listening to the song. It was just like. It would be similar to like um, when when bands use like a movie clip and play like a, an excerpt of dialogue or something. Like I wasn't even analyzing that musically; it wasn't on my radar. It was just <laughs> it's like oh, it was an effect, you know. What I mean, it, right. it is musical, obviously. There's there's like a keyboard line being played, uh, but when you pointed it out, and I went back and listened. I was like, oh yeah, that's kind of discordant. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's it's a because it's like actually like it seems to be slightly detuned, um, so it kind of clashes. I, I with, thought the. Uh... Uh, underlying music there, um, I, I didn't think aside it was, from the lyrics and everything me, was and that, really catchy you, you mentioned and it, it was fun going back to and um, um, really definitely reminded me of the 80s and so. uh, 90s and bad uh, not necessarily bad Stephen, but you what know were your um, thoughts on the music of the song music on a budget and uh, trying to m- make it seem futuristic and um, I, I like the uh, the keyboards uh, the synthesizers and the beat all together it's like I, I do create that as it is now that I listen to it again, it's like it is dubstepish, and, uh, but I like dubstep. I think it's got a good beat, and um, it's kind of toe tapping in a way, and it's fun. It's up, it's up there. You know, it gets get you kind of sitting on the edge of your seat and um, kind of engaged in whatever whatever's happening. So I thought it was fun. Uh, I uh, I haven't seen the movie. I have seen the trailer of it, and it does look fun. Um, and, uh, I didn't know it was, uh, that recent of a film, to be honest with you, but, um, uh, I, I thought it was good. I like the song in a way, in other ways, I, I won't put it on my playlist, but, um, I like the music of it. (laughs) 
Tracy, with the band. So, Jeff, you know BNL as well as I do um, at this point. So, I don't know if that's true. Did, but <laughs> well, yeah, you're, you're closest on this, I think, at this point. Okay. Um, did this sound familiar to you, this song, especially the chorus? No, we're, no you're not. Uh, nothing's necessarily jumping out at me. No, so oh, I'm gonna, know I'm going to pass this over to Aaron real quick. I'm going to share my screen and hit play. All right, um, so you can hear hear my sound, um, Aaron. I want you to tell me if I'm nuts, but it, to me, this sounds almost well, yeah, but, but <laughs> around just whether or not I'm hearing things on this. Um, but it definitely sounded familiar <laughs> to me. Now, now you're, now, yeah, I'm bugging you, out now, Aaron. Like you this. haven't heard this song yet before. Uh, we'll be coming up to this next year, but I, I want to see if if you think that this song is very close in quality to the other song. Hold on one moment as I do my share screen here. Oh, this is so. bugging me now. Make way for the laser team. It's not a dream. The most important battle that the planet seen. Quality, it can't be beat. If you're not Whoa. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Okay. Holy. Is it just me or is no, that? No, that's, no, no that you're is, right on. Uh, yeah. That is, so that's the song Quality that Ed also wrote for an earlier, that, earlier no, album. This, this is like that time that uh, John Fogarty was sued for ripping himself off. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, good. <laughs> I heard that this weekend. I'm like, oh, my God. He just totally ripped himself off. <laughs> He's he yeah. totally. I mean, sometimes you get. Well, okay. So to be fair, and the reason that I said I think I already heard another song that kind of reminded me of this. Although I think I was thinking of the verse. This is the chorus, and the chorus is one four five. So like, you could probably take twenty percent of all rock and pop songs ever written and find right. a section that sounds like that. Uh, <laughs> it's. You know, to various degrees, and of course, him being the same vocalist and the same, you know, uh, it's it's going to sound pretty similar. So I, I don't think it's uh, it's you know, it's obviously not the same song, but it's definitely I definitely hear the resemblance. No, but yeah. now that you're now that you play that, and just even in that snippet that you played, I mean, structurally, it's right there. It's and and maybe and this goes back to what we'll or goes forward to what we'll discuss um, later on this year with one little slip with how they recreated another song for that because they were specifically asked. Part of me wonders if if the writers of this movie, if the if Gavin Free and Rooster Teeth didn't come to him saying we really like this song or he knew that they specifically liked quality, and so they were like, okay, well let's write something similar to that at least along. For the chorus yeah i mean again i think you find yourself in familiar territory and you're it's funny because just prior to um to this meeting i was i was watching a video that someone posted about accidentally uh writing songs that have already been written uh there there's definitely we all have kind of um our own sound, you know, and I, I sometimes joke that there are certain bands where, like, I like their song. They have a good song, you know, like Rage Against the Machine. I love Rage. They have an amazing song, and I love every single version of it that they play. <laughs> it's like I love Rage. Uh, uh, the Ink Spots even more. The Ink Spots. 
literally start their song every single song out the exact same way. Like you can't tell until the the vocals come in what song it is. Uh, so I think the to a various to a varying extent, you know, all musicians sort of have a few either like riffs or chord progressions or like even just a few different notes and different intervals that they like that appeal to them. Uh, another good example is Alice in Chains. Uh, they love the the close third vocal harmonies, which are very, very, like, it's like almost like a trademark of that band. When you hear that, you're like, oh, man, that sounds very Alice in Chainsy. Um, so people, have their, you know, they have their own styles and other things that they like, and I think they just kind of come out, they, they bubble to the surface when they're writing. So um, especially with a band as prolific as Bare Naked Ladies, I don't think it's unusual <laughs> to see them repeating themselves somewhat to a certain degree every once in a while. It's, I, I'm actually shocked that we haven't heard more songs. that was like, wow, that sounds very similar to that other one. <laughs> Well, we're all, as of two weeks ago, we're halfway through their catalog. So, oh you wow, may we actually did it. Wow. we did it, Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> so we well, and that's before BNL releases another album. Then, then right. the numbers all get reshuffled. But at least up until now, we're halfway through. And so, yeah, we like it's pretty surprising that we haven't heard more. But now that we're halfway through, we may start hearing more kind of repetitious type stuff going here on out. I think the only thing I would add to the music thing that that kind of, as a harms guy myself, um, as someone who loves doing harms, I can't not do harms when I do a song. So I, I wish the harms on this were mixed a little louder. I, I, I think they were kind of giving him a, uh, an ethereal feel, but I I wish the harms were a little more present in the mix. Um, other than that, that was... Huh? I, I have a song idea for you now. Oh, dear It's God. about a doctor who becomes a musician... And he just cannot resist adding harmonies to songs. It is called Do No Harms. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Do No Harms. <laughs> Doctor Do No Harms. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. All right, well, let's talk about the lyrics a little bit. Um, I... I I will say that my favorite lyric out of this is actually in the bridge. Um, Same for me. I know the one you're talking about. (laughs) I don't think anyone expected them to spell laser with a Z. You know, I I respect Ed for committing to the American pronunciation and and pronouncing Z incorrectly. I think that he he has a lot of guts for doing that. For the rhyme. I think what surprised me lyrically about this song is how tight the rhyme scheme actually is, if yeah. you're really paying attention. I mean, it is a solid. Both verses are a solid A, B, A, B, A, B. Like, it is a solid. And, like, just some really fun little ones in there, too. Like, Menace, Venice, Defenseless. Um, and then you got Attack, Back, and Track. But the way they spin that, which is a, more of a standard one, but the way they spin that is so great. The chorus is straight up A. I mean, it's A, 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 A. Um, <laughs> or ccc however you want to put it but um uh but then you know back into the uh um second verse um you get you get battle rattle cattle power cower hour like some really solid little uh twist on the rhyme scheme there and i really like that but uh but even even though it's like it's cheesy it's it's cheesy as all get out but it's fun but so is the movie so it, I, I think that really worked for me. Um, this song is better written than I expected it to be. Yeah, and the, the movie was the movie better was, than yeah. I expected it to be. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's, I, I think uh, it's funny. Uh, if you remember, Jeff, I actually said something like, 
this is the movie that Pixel should have been. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> that was as we were watching it. And I went out and Googled afterwards. And someone wrote an article, I wish I could find it, that, that said, quote, unquote, Laser Team is the anti-Pixels. So I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> I was not the only one who thought that. Um, yeah, it's, it's so, I mean, and again, I don't want to oversell it. You know, it's not like, <laughs> this is not, you know, this a is groundbreaking not film. Listener. Right. But it is, it's just, it's so... It sticks the landing, you know, it really sticks the landing and it accomplishes what it does well and well enough that it was kind of a surprise. It, obviously not just me. Yeah, I really dug it. And the song, you could say the same thing. It, it's, it's, I, I, so I, I did want to ask one thing, guys. So the, the line, okay, biracial alien. I love machine. that. I, I actually do. <laughs> <laughs> so is that a little uh, nod to the fact that it's three white guys and a black guy? Yes, like, yeah, okay, we we could have so. been more diverse, could have had some women, could have had some other races. But, you know, it's not exactly a cross section <laughs> of the world, but, uh, you know, we tried. We did. <laughs> no, I actually laughed. And that, that was a good look because they, uh, uh, you know, they, they were, uh, uh, getting back into the chorus, and the chorus repeats four times. So you get chorus. You're like, okay, this is gonna be one of those. We're gonna repeat chorus. Yeah. You get second chorus. That third chorus, I do like that. It's like the rule of threes. It throws that that joke in there, and you're like, what? What did he just say? Well, and, and it's a they, they set it up with the line, a multicultural alien kicking ass yeah, machine, right. and then they're like, okay, biracial. Like, I'm not gonna, <laughs> no, okay, we're not gonna oversell it here. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. I like the fact that it, Ed. Ed could have just fixed that line, but he's like, no, I'm going to make fun of the this this cliche that's actually in there. And I'm going to, like, double down on it and make fun of myself making fun right. of this. Right. And to, not to get too meta, but the whole premise is around these four very unlikely heroes, right? Uh, who, it, 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 by all initial inspection, seem totally not up to the task, not even close. And... <laughs> That kind of it's kind of almost like the film sets you up to be like, ah, oh, man, this is going to be cheesy. It's going to be very low, low production. It's going to be, and it's like, well, you know what? They pulled it out, and it wasn't, you know, and again, it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't some kind of, uh, it wasn't Kubrick or whatever, but it wasn't trying to be. It was trying to no. be a fun little sci-fi comedy romp, and it did it, and it did it well, and it was satisfying. And and same um, with the song. Yeah, uh, uh, controversial opinion, but I actually did enjoy this movie more than the original Shining. <laughs> There's I, 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 can, I okay. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go horror, ahead I'm, and assume I'm, you're joking. I'm not joking. I'm actually not joking because I'm no. I'm a horror fan, and that one gets me in trouble no. all the time. I don't like the original what? Kubrick Shining. Um, oh, uh, yeah, have a as a huge. Podcast. <laughs> I know, but I actually did like this more than that. <laughs> well, I can't say I liked it as much as the original Shining, but I did like it quite a lot. I, I like the fact that he throws all kinds of little jokes in there, and he's specifically like, he's poking fun at the movie, but not poking fun at the movie, because he's, he's in some ways acknowledging that the movie is poking fun of itself. So for example, that line that's in the bridge is that's an intentional thing that's done in the film, but Ed's like, I'm just going to put it right out there and make it really obvious as well. Since you guys did. Well, he was being self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. But he even does that at the very beginning of the song. There's no other countries. He's like, well, they could have land on. They always crash in America. Well, they could have struck Tokyo or Venice. 
and they depended that we Amer and they depended that we'd not fight back. So basically, they picked the U.S. soil to send all this stuff to because they depended on us not doing anything about it. Well, exactly. Yeah, we have more abductions per capita, and and to be fair, <laughs> is that true? If any country is going to defend against alien attack, we have more guns than people in this country. So like. <laughs> Um, it's a, it's a, it's Independence Day all over again. Thank God the Americans well, came. A- Adam yeah. <laughs> Adam did end up using a good old pump shotgun, twelve gauge to to help defend the Earth. So like I don't know, you know, you're always like, oh, that's well, not going to do anything. It distracted the bad guy long enough to do its job. Well, Spoil- they, spoiler it, alert. Well, yeah, and, and they they do a great job, I think, in the movie, and and Ed's doing it with this song as well. In like they're referencing Independence Day, but they're like, we're going for the rule of threes, and we're gonna throw yeah. it out there, and then we're gonna joke about the joke, and then we're gonna joke about the joke of the joke, and make it really mm-hmm. obvious like, that we've under yeah. d- undermined ourselves from the beginning. It's meta, <laughs> and, it, and I love that in writing, and I like that Ed is doing that in the song as well. Well, it's funny because uh, we we mentioned being meta, and I think I, I brought up when we were watching it the "Show Me What You Got" episode of Rick and Morty. It, it definitely uh, had some parallels there. Oh, sorry, I couldn't let this slide, Jeff. When I mentioned Kubrick, I was obviously going for the Doctor Strange love reference with the, I, the apocalyptic. I know you were yeah, talking they make sense. Me. I like. Um, I love really a lot of Kubrick. Sum up, but we'll talk uh, about just, this another time. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? And they say read in the lyrics. Mini podcast. The spoiler uh, no, but, uh, for anybody who hasn't seen the movie. I haven't seen the movie, but I can read. I don't know how much context you have. I read the lyrics. And did the lyrics make sense? Well, they said that they're non-unified. So it's like it's a pieces of armor that um um where is it i'm trying to find it here yeah wait wait it says uh <laughs> pieces of armor that are ununified he was supposed to be paired with a suit of power so um like a snake without a rattle um we were impaired but we could not cower you know the same rhyme that jeff says i love the rhymes in and um that they'd slire us like cattle we weren't prepared for our finest hour so um, it, it, it has a whole synopsis of what the movie is about right here, I assume. Right. And it's um, four guys, and, um, you know, they're just guys, uh, not just uh, an alien kicking-ass machine. Um, so they're, they've got lives to themselves, which is usually not what um, uh, true heroes have. Uh, <laughs> these guys are uh, heroes out of pocket. <laughs> and um, really there's an interplanetary menace uh, who will defend us. Um, you know, you could have struck Tokyo or Venice, but no, U.S. is a better target. And then, uh, and they depended us on us to, to fight fight back because our election is crap. Um, they might have thought the planet was defenseless because we're all idiots and we can't see before uh, beyond four years. Gotcha. Well, whichever. Yeah, the election happens every four years, Jeff. Just in case you don't know. Uh, then uh, someone befriends us and we're on track. Yay! They've got friends. Okay, cool. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> they engage in a, a big battle. They have fun. This is 2015. They fix some alien ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they saw it coming. Yeah, <laughs> they're biracial. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You, know, you gotta watch out with those who have, well, have genetics, good. sir. 
Biracially? <laughs> Wait, do they biracially kick ass or do they kick biracial they kick ass? Biracial they kick biracial ass. Ass biracially. Oh, whoa. That's controversial. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, to that point, I really like. Um, I like unlikely heroes. I mean, there's a few comparisons I could make. Ghostbusters, to a certain extent, like, those guys are so schlubby and everyday Joe. They're just basically like glorified ghost janitors, you know. And that's why that's such a funny movie. <laughs> it's the same here. I, I like to use a phrase sometimes when I when I'm insulting a piece of media, and I'll call it the dollar store X, right? But the thing is, sometimes you go to the dollar store and you find the off-brand version, and it's pretty much exactly the same thing, and it does the job just fine. This is an example of that. This is the dollar store Guardians of the Galaxy, but I mean that in the nicest and po- most positive way possible. Because they have that thing where they come together, they're a bunch of misfits, you know, but the power of friendship, they kind of unify. That's the same kind of message, and it's definitely not this huge Marvel blockbuster, but it does the job, and it, it I, you know, I, I was it's saying, like, what I see is a oh, bunch man, of losers. Oh, man, brought home, you know, laser no, team instead of Guardians of the Galaxy, something. but the kids really sit down and watch it. Oh, it's pretty good. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good movie. <laughs> that was a hell of a scenario you just set up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just... That's right. I'm in an odd state of mind tonight. <laughs> what were you Sorry, saying, Stefan? Stefan? Right. Yeah, I was going to battle with my spoon. <laughs> yeah, people who have lost things. <laughs> you remember that, everybody, when there's an alien invasion and the Bare Naked ABCs team is called upon to yes. save the galaxy. We're yeah. basically like the Planeteers, but we all have the heart power. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all in support of an alien invasion here. Right, so, um, all we can do is talk to animals. Heart! 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 Not hard, right? Any of you guys have contact? Can, like, pass the message along and maybe Those are two different things. You can count on us to step in and criticize what's going on I've used a flashlight a few times, but... Oh, man. <laughs> they, haven't called, they haven't called back. I've They're brought, just flashlights you're, you're, on sticks. <laughs> your battle, the handle. <laughs> your, your battle criticism premise. I need to see that as a movie now. Like a bunch of like YouTube film critics get <laughs> yeah. called in, and they're like, "Oh, those ray guns. They don't look very realistic." Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god it Tracy would be like how many beats per minute is that <laughs> close close encounters Aaron's out there going okay A minor C <laughs> I'm like well you could have made it a little more interesting right, I mean, right. well, I mean, give me some harms you could put a sus cord in there where or something the, where I mean. the harms <laughs> <laughs> Do it and faster. the trouble with Tracy with this invasion is you're not constipated, are you? Oh, there there is Mashed a trouble with Tracy sculpture, for the song. Really, mashed potato sculpture? Come on, guys, you can do better than that. But it means something, Aaron. It means about Sith, as in like the Sith, right? What is I have two with troubles with Tracy this week. Uh oh. So two. first oh. of all, um, I, I'm not a fan of synths. <laughs> As most people know, I'm not a big. You're fan racist of synths. against robots, is what you're saying. Yes, yes, very much so. No, s- no synths. Revenge, synths. Revenge, Revenge of the of synths. synths. 
<laughs> That's another one that you Jeff, have not yet written. You yet. came here to dubstep me. <laughs> it's over, Anakin. I have the vocoder. <laughs> sound! I hate sound! Anakin, you were my analog. <laughs> okay, back on track. <laughs> <laughs> What's his metronome? Oh my code? god, now I want to make a dub no, a- after after he gets put he's in the, the Vader suit. He's I've always talking seen. through a vocoder where he's like auto-tuned. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh my Luke, god. I am your father! <laughs> Show it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, pump up the Episode beat. four, the new wave. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. Get some talking heads in there. <sighs> yeah. Aaron, oh. the last time that you got me laughing about Star Burning Wars, we started a twenty minute a twenty year hike on a movie. Come on. Oh god. <laughs> don't do this to me. This, this is this is my nature, man. I just I don't actually do anything. I just come up with these silly ideas. And then people try and make them happen and I'm like, no, stop. I'm like I'm Wait, like, no, stop, yeah. don't. No. I'm like Willy Wonka. No, stop, no. Please don't um, turn so my the- brilliance into art. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> That's overselling it, thank you. <laughs> So the trouble with Tracy is one I don't like since. So I really don't like the beginning and the end of this song. I think I think the noises in the middle that that kind of play this interlude in between verses works, but I'm just not a fan of the beginning and ending of the song and and the synth that's kind of in the background during like most the, of it. The dubstep, but not the actually more 80s stuff. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not a, a new wave fan for the most part, and so I, I get what they're going for. It's just not me. Whoa, you cut me deep. You cut. Me yeah, deep. man, I gotta yeah, go. Is, I'm gonna have to listen to the Final Countdown a few times after this to make <laughs> oh, up for that. Man, I love new wave. So this is <laughs> that's actually most of what I listen to. So. <laughs> um, and then the other problem I have with this is, why would you write a song that has six renditions of the chorus, four of them at the very end, and cut all of that out in the movie during the credits. Oh, you like, can't blame, I would assume the, you can't blame you, the song for that. I'm assuming yeah, that, that if you write that in there, that you're told to write four choruses in there because you need to go on time or something, like there's a timing component, or you're just like, you know that it's going to be playing in the background during the credits, and you're like, okay, yeah, let's just keep this fun going. But then to cut it out, you only have like one chorus done and you don't even sing the first <laughs> verse. Like, I I don't understand. Well, yeah, I probably would have stitched out a couple of the choruses at the end if I had to trim. That's just me, though. I just don't understand the reason for doing it. Well, let me pull out my deluxe copy of the late. Let me pull out my deluxe copy of the Laser Team soundtrack on vinyl, and I think <laughs> you'll be happy to know there's an extended version on there. <laughs> it goes eight hours. Just... There's probably one on YouTube. No, I just I don't understand the reason for doing that if you're if you're going to cut that during the credits because I would assume that's the reason that it's in there is to kind of keep that rolling, and it's 
and then it's not there. And so I'm like, okay, well, why am I listening to four versions of True. the Tracy? Well, in Tracy, fairness, that's not a problem with the song, though. Yeah. Right? It's a also, with- I have a two word rebuttal for your entire argument never ending story. <laughs> I would usually you, stop that at about the minute and a half. Would mark. you ever ask that song not to go on forever? Uh, actually, yes. No, oh, no, no, that song can never end. That's... No, that's a different song. <laughs> oh dearie dear. This God, is the could, song that never. I could, oh, I could listen to Never Ending Story for eight hours on repeat. Yeah, I'll same say that. No, and that man. chorus, that chorus is rock. That co- and the sitar part, like when that's sit- oh, oh yeah. Man. yeah. <laughs> Like that sitar electronic electric guitar part in the middle. Oh man, God! Yeah, good every stuff. Time. That's anyway, some classic sorry. '80s. Yeah, it is. I think the only saving part for me is the fact that that Ed decides to yes put that that change in lyrics in there about the second or third chorus recital in there, and then does the pun on that, and then goes back to the chorus again. Like that that saves it a little bit for me. I agree. They probably did it because they you know they wanted to have this kind of long fade out on the chorus and and have it repeating um yeah that that's an issue i would take it up with the film editor (laughs) yeah it's not how dare you it's not uncommon though um uh tracy i mean this is from from someone who loves sitting through credits because i love to hear what they do at the end um it's not uncommon for them to put the big theme song at the end but only in a short short burst you know show the show the cat the cast the the actor show the um the you know some of the main credits but then it just kind of fades out, and then you get the score. You get a score of credit. So yeah. that's that's pretty common for them to do that. But you know, and then you go get a soundtrack, and then you get the full song. Stupid. It's, what, well, it's what, stupid. Tracy, would it make you feel better if I re-edited the final battle and had the the whole theme song yes. playing over that? Yes. <laughs> the whole time. Yes. <laughs> During the whole thing, just drowning. And then out it has the to be followed up by the final. It has to start off by playing the final countdown just before the <laughs> when the clock is counting down Ouch. on the football field. There was no way this <laughs> film funny. could afford the final countdown. <laughs> yeah, that would have been half the budget right there. <laughs> I don't know. Arrested Development used it like twenty times. Well, and there was there was a commercial that had it, so maybe maybe Europe has dropped their budget on it. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, when they went to the Euro, Europe just <laughs> <Yeah>. kind of <laughs> topical. Europe's like we could really use the cash right now. You know what? Just give it to yes. this cute little. Fish. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of needing the cash, we do have a Patreon, well, by the way. People, please go up, sign up for, for the Patreon. Children. Listen to Jeff and Stefan talk more about the songs that we've already covered because these oh, yeah. guys are hilarious Definitely. as well. Ooh, um, Five dollars a month, some, and you get to hear uh, two uh, extra episodes if every I month. Time. Not safe for work usually, though. But I, I should. Yeah, I, I feel like I should contribute something to this. So one of the things uh, is just uh, maybe maybe Jeff and I can collaborate note, on something musical for the Patreon fans. Guys are my side note. Hey, oh, I've, I've not committing you, Jeff. Just what, no, Borderlands. No, I could think of is, I, is I won't say no. It's like he, uh, he does like this little dubstep thing, and he's like his voice is like industrial. What? What? That's all I could think of. Is a is a claptrap. So, speaking of films, they're making a Borderlands film. So. Nice, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's coming yes, up, too. Yes, yeah. I love Claptrap. <laughs> wub, wub, wub. <laughs> that's great. Are they? 
I'll get excited for that when I finally get my Uncharted movie. <laughs> one of my favorite <laughs> memories. <laughs> waiting forever. That's when you were. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite memories right? of Dragon Con was one of my friends had one of those self balancing gotcha. uh, gyroscopic uh, 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 clap traps, and I was controlling yeah. it. I was making it right around the floor of the convention and in uh, Atlanta and, and talking to people with <laughs> it and stuff like that. It was really, really fun. Take home the desert. Oh my gosh. Where that doesn't that has yep. no reference. Always throwing controllers. <laughs> At the audience. <laughs> that was did I tell you guys that that one of my one of the uh, conventions that I, I was gonna run it at was like I have some safety concerns. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's comb the no, desert. <laughs> I, by the way, I just I just had an idea for the Patreon that would totally piss Aaron off, though. Uh, I think I think when uh, Aaron and I do the musical project for like three dollars, you get half a verse and part of a chorus. <laughs> you have to, you have to you do want a DLC. The full thing. Yeah, you get, get the DLC. <laughs> Microtransactions. Oh, oh! If you want that third verse, you're gonna, you're have, gonna to, have to pay for yeah, the premium pay. gold package. That's where the that's where the sweet sweet glory is in yeah. the third and fourth verse. So you don't get the bridge without it. No. Oh, oh me. Oh, so Jeff. Oh me. Let's throw it over to you, oh, buddy. You know what? I, I kind of want right, to see the so film now. So for the ratings, this is going to be on a scale of zero to five <laughs> oh, dubstep. Uh, I was watching Airplane before. <laughs> With the and podcast, we and, are going oh my to God, start just, with the man who has not that's so seen bad. the film. So, I mean, it can't get Mr. worse Stephen. than Airplane. <laughs> yeah, the in such a good way. In such a good way. It is. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's great. It's great. Well, out of dubsteps. Here we go. Well, um, <laughs> I, I like the laser. Did you say Airplane was bad? Music that goes along with it and uh, is clearly Ed that sings say, it. And airplane it's is good that Tracy genius. brought that other song up. And I will, and, hear, uh, I will hear nothing else identical. The, uh, the lyrics are, are fitting to the film. Um, <laughs> would I say that they're like a hit a hit record or <laughs> a hit song? It definitely is not. Is it a soundtrack? Yeah, it definitely is a soundtrack. And it covers the film pretty well. What am I ranking here? So I'm not ranking really a song. I'm ranking a, a soundtrack for a movie. So in my opinion, I think that's pretty decent. So uh, I, I didn't mind it. Is it on my playlist? No. So I'm going to give it three dubsteps. Because so I think that's fairly fair. Whoopa, 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 whoopa. Three dubsteps. Three dubsteps. <clears throat> All right. Womp, womp, womp. Um, yeah, we don't usually do this very often. Let's go to Tracy next. All right, all right. Um, it's I'm going to sound actually kind of similar to Stefan there. I draw the line on this one in that it is once again a soundtrack song. If you were putting this on a regular album, I think that it would fall apart for me um, because it doesn't give me much to go with it it only follows if you've watched the movie and it only works with the movie however it's a good soundtrack song especially for a theme song and it, and it goes well as the first song following up the movie it keeps you in that good mood uh, but that being said we're we're judging this based on it being a song so it 
I, I don't think it goes by itself. This is going to vary up from what I said about Green Christmas, though, because that also was very structured directly toward toward the movie itself. Most of my ranking on this song is going to be based on the fact that I just wasn't a fan of synths. I'm not usually a fan of synths. And the beginning and the end of this song didn't work for me. And the rest of it was just kind of, okay. Like, I, I will listen to it and I will sit through it at the end of the movie. Uh, I'm not going to sit there, like, plugging you my ears like because it's horrible or you harsh feel or anything. A little bit old, um, I mean, I'm going to enjoy you, it while it's playing on the movie, from but college I'm not going to go and seek it out. So yeah. I'm going to give this a 2.9. Ooh. Wow, okay. <clears throat> A flavor of haterade you're drinking over there, Electric Blue. <laughs> wow! Wow! That's like that that's like a couple steps short of docks dropping. <laughs> that, that hurts. That hurts, my friend. Wow! Especially since you graduated with me. Um, so. I actually, I actually want to go next because I got to make a counter to the argument that's been made here, and I'm going to go say this: some of my favorite songs of all time. Maybe this is nostalgia. Maybe yeah. this is my love of '80s new wave and back stuff. To the some of my favorite Q songs of all time: Never Ending Story, Fire. Saint, well, I love, I love Saint Elmo's Fire. Never Ending Story, <laughs> Ghostbusters. No, I was the Goonies, back in time, Goonies are good enough. These are all movie songs. These yeah. are movies that were they're songs that were made for the movie, and sure. they're good songs. Um, yeah, so Ghostbusters is a bop. They're, right, they're, they're, and for Ghostbusters, I mean, it's it's still a power of love. But that, I mean, that work that can work outside the movie. But still, a good. A, oh, back in time. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Back in time is another great example. Now, these are ones that you know they stick. Yes, do they work better if you've seen the movie? But yeah, they do. But I don't think that takes away from you know the song value in that sense. So I think there is something to be said about that movie song that's just works for the movie i felt that with this one and and then also you know the first time i watched it when i watched it again i caught the second half when aaron was watching it and when it kicked in again i was like oh man that's really cool i love that um from a song standpoint though too like i said i think the lyrics are are <clears throat> pretty clever are they are they smart you know per se are they deep or profound no um but but they are good catchy lyrics and they're and, and the, the rhyme scheme is amazing um uh, I, I like the dubstep. I like the electronics. I'm a big new wave fan. I mean, Duran Duran, uh, Pet Shop Boys, Erasure. Nice, yeah. These oh, are yeah. Cure. These are some of my favorite bands of all time. Um, love Cure. Yeah. Nice. So I, mean, I just wanted I just, you guys to know that in this so, trying um, time, this one did it for me. Um, uh, with everything lot. that's going really on with the pandemic, this. This we one, really do a lot, need a lot more in cure. my car while driving and think of the movie and and, yeah. and how much I enjoyed it. So. I gotta go high on this one, and um, I'm gonna give this one a 4.0 dubsteps. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we do. It's, yeah. it's true. Yeah. Robert Smith, we know you listen. Come on the show. Yeah, please, Robert Smith. <laughs> oh, man. Let's I would just die. I would just actually be deceased. It'll just be. be... <laughs> Gawgawing over disintegration the entire time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. Oh god, the cure. All right. Well, uh, following up with what Jeff said about sometimes a song being featured in a movie makes you appreciate it more. I, I was wondering how much that swayed me. 
Uh, I know for a fact that its inclusion in American Psycho makes Hip to be Square a much better song. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I don't know, man. It, it does sort of actually, you know, improve the context. And especially this, where it was literally written for the movie. I kind of agree with Jeff. Like, I was going back and forth, like, high threes. Um, but, you know, knowing that... 4.0 is our cutoff to make the playlist. Oh. Would and I that's why you should do playlist? Judge I Children. I think I might. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in agreement with Jeff here and say <laughs> I award Laser Team a, uh, a heartfelt 4.0 yeah, out of 5. Oh. You got a little yeah. brain wow. right. going on. That brings it to a 3.48. Respectable. Yeah. Respectable. That's, yes. And for those listeners that know... <laughs> 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 right, because then you score low. Oh, <laughs> ouch! <laughs> look, look, the Beatles made all of their best music. No, right, exactly. Don't don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm thinking Bill Hicks right now, but then you look at yeah. all those people yeah. that are so, like, don't uh, do drugs. Where like can MC people <laughs> send their uh, complaints or comments? <laughs> Keith Richards says, "Don't do drugs." We can't, Keith. You did them all already. <laughs> <laughs> now leave. We have to wait till you die and smoke you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I loved Bill Hicks. <laughs> Why'd you? Well, they can send all their complaints to Jeff. Okay, but they can send their comments to barenakedabcs at gmail.com. They can also come and see us over on Facebook at BNL Podcast um, or just look us up as barenakedabcs. We're on there as well. And you can also follow us on Twitter. Uh, I, I don't do a lot on Twitter. Yeah, a word, a word about this. We've decided before the show that once the fall is over in March, Jeff is taking over the Twitter and maybe you'll yeah. get responses. So go ahead. <laughs> 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 I, I am not the most responsive person on Twitter. I will admit that. Email, I'd get back to you in a day. Facebook, the same. Twitter may take a while. Oh, oh, that's. Well, Jeff pretty much which is lives, ironic. lives on Twitter. So. Wow. <laughs> At least you haven't gone outside and dug a hole. But, for you me. know, I, I got to tell you, Stefan, you've been really picking on me tonight, bud. Like, I, oh, no. I'm getting to the point that I just can't stand to hear you breathe. Well, I look forward like, to that. There's part. your wow. shoes, and there's the door. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, do you know what song we're talking about next week? Oh, 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 leave. It's leave. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's leave. So, next week, all the leaves are falling. Oh. And the sky is gray. <laughs> <laughs> and the sky and is the gray. Sky is gray. I mean, wait, have you, has anyone here seen uh, the movie Shaolin Soccer? No. Uh, yes, I have. There's a wonderful karaoke <laughs> rendition of that. And if I, when I say wonderful, I mean horrible but hilarious. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. It was fun. Thanks, that was fun. Don't forget, no regrets. Except maybe.